Here we go. We jumped out a window. No, it's the quiet. Shh, we jumped out a window. Hairy baby. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I'm my sister. It's Disney in particular on this episode, the D23 uh, ex- Disney Parks Experiences and Products Panel. So, we're going to get right into it here. Um, announced at the D23 panel yesterday was a new parade, daytime parade for Disneyland Park. It's called Magic Happens. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, going to be debuting in spring of 2020. So, there you go. Not much known about it. They do have a Moana float in the concept art and a Coco float. Yeah, that's where I saw it. And, uh, Sleeping uh, Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, yeah. They look cool, though. The Moana one looks cool. I think the Coco one looks cool with the, with the, like, bridge of... Yeah, the bridge thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we will go on to the next thing, because that was uh, not much to talk about there. Um, then they moved over to Hong Kong Disneyland. They're getting a castle reimagined. Their castle is getting reimagined and named the Castle of Magical Dreams. They're getting some new Frozen attractions and a Bibbidi-Bobbidi boutique. Um, so it's going to have two new attractions. Uh to the frozen area, so at Hong Kong. Uh, but the Castle of Magic Dreams is going to have inspiration from 13 Disney stories featuring princesses and heroines. Um, so it has adornments like Snow White's Apple, Cinderella's Coach, Belle's Rose, as well as original artwork and sculptures. Um, they're also going to have in Hong Kong Disneyland a... Uh, a, a frozen roller coaster called Wandering Oaken's Sliding Sleighs that'll take guests on a winding journey through Arendelle. Um, each experience on Wandering Oaken's Sliding Sleighs begins when you visit Oaken's infamous store. Then Olaf and Sven help pull your sled to the top of the lift before sending you on your way. Then they are also getting a Frozen Ever After, which is what we already have in Epcot. Um, and that's what Hong Kong's getting. That was the big thing for Hong Kong this year. Uh, announced. Um, and then they moved over to Shanghai Disneyland and gave us some more information on the Zootopia-themed land. They have some concept art. Um... It's going to feature new entertainment, merchandise, and dining options, um, and a major attraction. E-ticket attraction uh, is what they're looking at here. Um, But it doesn't really have much more information on it. So this was announced, I think it was announced earlier this year. And uh, we got just a little bit of information. Uh, Then they went over to Walt Disney World for a short bit here and gave an update on Cirque du Soleil. With his brand new show debuting in 2020, it's uh, as previews start March 20th and the premieres on April 17th, and they showed some concept art of that, and they announced, um, you know, that they're going to be having a, it's a story, it's like blending the animation in with the performances, so they're going to be reacting to, I guess, projections of animation, but the story is like uh, like a father and a daughter and their like love for animation or something. So. So that's just gonna open back up in that same thing at yep. Disney Springs. Yep. That's cool. I was hoping they would do something else with that again. Yeah, yeah. They said there was gonna be a new tra- a new show, but they just took a while to get it done. Really? Yeah. Um, and then they announced, uh, which was the weirdest announcement, I think of the night or afternoon um that they partnershiped with a partnership with target um so they're in 25 stores there's going to be in 25 targets there's going to be disney store sections uh 
nationwide, not really nationwide, but 25 stores uh, that says nationwide. So I'm assuming that means they're not all going to be clustered in one area. Um, well, I read where they all are. Oh, they are? We already know? Yeah, hold on. I can pull it up for you. Because I didn't um, think they announced that. And on top of that, it's like 25 stores to start. And then 40 next year. 40 next October. But uh, October 4th would be 25 stores, and then next October would be an additional 40. Right. I mean, at this point in the panel, it seemed like people were probably getting restless. Um, They had not announced anything of substance yet. uh, Yeah, anything crazy awesome. Um, Here we go. So... The 25 opening this October 4th, Allen, Texas, Austin, Texas, Bozeman, I think that's how you say it, Montana, Brighton, Michigan, Chicago, Clearwater, Florida, Denver, Colorado, Edmond, Oklahoma, Euless, Texas, Spring, Texas, which is like in a Houston area, Jacksonville, Florida, Kaiser, Oregon, Lake Stevens, Washington, Leesburg, Virginia, Loveland, Colorado, Maple Grove, Minnesota, Mobile, Alabama, Marietta, California, New Lenox, Illinois, Pasadena, Texas, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, San Jose, California, South Jordan, Utah, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, and Clarksville, Indiana. Jeez. So I'll have to go to the Philly one, I guess. I just want to see what it's going to look like. uh... Yeah. So the way it makes it sound is that... So have you ever been... To like the J.C. Penney and Abingdon, and seeing how they have the Disney section. No. Okay, so because I don't know if you know this, but like they did the same concept in J.C. Penney stores years ago, and they still have that partnership. And they said that they're keeping that partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said this is going to be more of a like separate section that'll take up like 750 square feet. Jeez. Um, they have a picture of what it would look like. Yeah. I'm wondering how, like, accurate that picture is, though. Because it looks like there's, like, nothing else around it, so I'm confused. Um, but they said that it's going to take up that much room. Um, it will still be, um, like, Target employees running it. But yeah. they're going to go through special training. And then... Uh, what was the other thing? That they're going to have like other things that are only Disney things that you would normally only be able to get. Yeah, in the parks. I mean, at the Disney store. What else they announced with this is that there's going to uh, Disney uh, they're also going to have where you're able to order stuff from Target.com slash Disney store and be able to pick it up at your target. Um, everybody there got a what's it called? A uh, gift card of ten dollars for uh, this Disney Store Target gift card. Um, a new Target location is also going to be opening at the western entrance of Disney World, supposedly at the Flamingo Crossings Town Center in 2021. That. Uh, Flamingo Crossing, I believe, is it might be near Coronado. Uh, Coronado. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, I think they're building like a uh, a um, something there. Let me see here. Uh, it is right around. It's kind of strange. It's, I mean, it, it shows me on the maps, but it doesn't show me Disney World in there. You know. Huh. Shows me where Flamingo's Crossing Boulevard. So is. I felt like it was going to be like a smaller version of Target that they're opening. I don't know. This makes it sound like it's going to be regular a regular Target. It's by Reedy Lake, uh, Magnolia. It's by the golf courses. Um. Yeah. It. It's. Um. Oh man, I need a map with satellite. I think to find it. Um. Because that's just showing me the regular map stuff. Um. But yeah, so that that's a uh, that's a thing that's happening. Uh, what are your thoughts on on Target opening? Because you're our little Target, uh, you know, ambassador. Well, 
Um, I mean, I think it'll be good, I think. Um, I thought that before they were saying that there was supposed to be like a Walmart neighborhood market thing. I felt like a long time ago they said that. That there would be one opening in Disney Springs area. And now I can't really imagine it there because I feel like it's so upscale. But, um... I don't know, I saw, like, a lot of people saying that they're excited for that, they're excited to have something that will be on property for the ones that are flying in, where they can get those last-minute things, groceries, um, diapers for babies, you know, any of those things that you end up needing more of, or something that you accidentally forget, Um, so I've seen a lot of positive things about it, I mean... I'm not like against it, but um, no. I mean, it's uh, I think it's going to be weird to have a Target there. I agree. Um, but it is going to be nice to not have to go off property. Um, even when you're driving, you know, like Disney World is so huge, it takes a bit to get out to a Target or Walmart to do some grocery shopping if you're staying on property, or um, or even if you just like, hey, I need a break from Disney right now, um takes a little bit to get out there so it is nice to be able to say hey there's going to be one you know right there i guess that would be the thing is like are they going to have groceries that would be the biggest thing and i think every target has them now i mean they have to i think they would have you know ours doesn't really well take that back we have groceries we don't have like all the groceries you know how like some have like meat and vegetables and fruits and stuff like we well, don't have that yeah we don't we have, have a like, lot of fruit i mean or, or stuff like that like there's no deli in there but right right i don't think there's any target that has that though right um i don't think so but, but i mean if I they have yeah, the essentials right, like, right? Gonna i mean have, like yeah milk and eggs and butter and right any other snacky things that you want right that's all that matters. Um, yeah, so I mean, uh, I guess that would be in 2021. Um, so I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, and then they announced, uh, they kind of got more into the announcing phase of stuff, and they went ahead and announced a lot for Disneyland. They went kind of in-depth to something that they're calling Avengers Campus, which is going to be the marvel themed land in uh disney's california adventure uh and it's also coming to paris as well um so apparently this takes place um after thanos has come uh and they realize they need to have they want to recruit more people so they open up these avenger campuses um to try to get some recruitment um and they're going to have a, a worldwide engineering brigade, which is also known as Web, and that's going to house the Spider-Man experience, which is a ride-through attraction featuring Spider-Man. Uh, some people were very negative on this on the message boards I were on, saying that, oh, this doesn't look any better than Universal's. Universal's is so old and it's going to be better than this. Um, just, you haven't read it. I wrote it, you know? Um... Then they're also going to have a uh, PIM test kitchen, like Hank PIM, uh, and it's going to, you can have a meet and greet uh, with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, that's cool. Um, There's also other heroic encounters like Black Widow, Doctor Strange, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, superheroes from Wakanda and Asgard and Iron Man. Um, so it does look like there's going to be a Sanctum Santorum for California. Um, they called it the California Sanctum, which is where Doctor Strange will be hanging out, I guess, for meet and greets. Um, the big thing, and the thing I'm going to go over there probably not long after it opens, is that they're making... It's... Um, One of the iconic buildings in California campus will be Avengers Headquarters, where you may catch a glimpse of the Avengers along the rooftops. This building, which will open in Phase 2, 
will become the future entrance to a brand new e-ticket attraction where you step aboard a Quinjet and fly alongside the Avengers in an epic adventure to Wakanda and beyond. You will team up alongside the Avengers in a battle to save our world against one of the most powerful villains they have ever faced. Imagineers are hard at work um, conceiving an all-new innovative ride system to put you in the middle of the action. Uh, what was that? I said sweet. Yeah, it sounds like you'd be kind of like in Infinity War where they fight in Wakanda. Um, Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, is going to be opening in Paris. I stayed at that hotel before it was switched over to Marvel. Um, oh, right. There are some rooms that look like they're dedicated to like Spider-Man, and you can see him like, web-swinging across the, the city. That's um, cool. Very updated rooms compared to what I was in. Um, now, I don't know if they need it to make it a, a, a themed IP hotel, but it is what it is. I mean, superheroes are in New York, so that's probably the stretch that they're going with to, to say that. Um, they did also announce that the Runaway Railway for uh, California will open in 2022, and that's going to be in Toontown. They gave some concept art of the facade of that. It kind of looks like... Um, I don't know how to describe it. A theater? Yeah, it it looks different than the Chinese theater. It looks more like a yeah, traditional yeah, yeah. 1950s theater or something. Right. So. <clears throat> I, did you see the thing? I think I might have sent it to you. Where it shows you, like, the cars or the yeah. seats that you'll be sitting in. You know, yeah, it's like a train. They just... Right. Um. And then he got into the bulk of the news with Epcot, but before we get over to Epcot, because that's going to take up probably the rest of this, I want to jump back over to um, some of the other stuff. I'm going to go out of order here. They did announce a new ship for the cruise line called the Disney Wish, Wish, which has Rapunzel hanging off the side. And uh, it's going to set sail in January 2022. And they're opening a new location for them to sail as well, which is called um, uh, Lighthouse Point, I believe. Um, it's going to be in the Bahamas. Lighthouse Point. Yep. Um, instead of going to Castaway Key, I guess you would go there on that route. Um, they also announced this cool thing that hopefully works better than the My Disney Experience <laughs> They announced Disney Genie, a new Disney World trip planning digital offering uh, with Genie being the face of it. It would house your reservations, your fast passes. So um, basically it'll take over my Disney experience. That's what it seems like, yes. Okay. It and looks it, cool. It's I a, think they should have, I mean, it seems like a cool way to use the Genie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's very, very smart. Um... So then also, in the Reflections Hotel, the Disney Lakeside Lodge, that's going to be, I think that's okay. where the old Riverside, um, what was it, uh, River Country was? Um, yes. They're going to have a restaurant that's themed to Princess and the Frog that's going to be on the lake there. So, um, I think that's really interesting. I'm glad that, you know, for a movie that was one of the last hand-drawn and I don't think it's enough recognition. Yeah, true. Um, so, but they didn't really lean towards one way or the other. But do you think that'll end up being a character one? I mean, that would be nice. Um, I think so too. Yeah, you might be able to then use your Doctor Facilier and uh, and maybe Louis the Alligator a little bit more than they do. Yeah. If they do those two, and then Tiana and uh, Naveen. That's four. That seems like a reasonably rotating table type of thing. Right, um, right. Yeah. And I just feel like if there's one that themed towards something, you should have the characters there. Right. Right. Um, and then, so we're going to go over to the Disney, staying with resorts here. We're going to stay with Walt Disney World Resort and the new Star Wars Hotel. It's going to be called Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And, uh, it is a two-night experience, two-day, two-night experience, 
Um, well, it'll offer a two-night itinerary where guests will arrive in the park together, similar to the cruise line, and they will experience their own Star Wars stories within the Star Cruiser Resort. Guests board the Halcyon, I guess is how they're saying it, H-A-L-C-Y-O-N, is that how you would say it? I guess so. Uh, uh. A, a ship known for service to exotic locales. They will stay in well-furnished ship cabin, cabins, enjoy din- dining abroad the ship, uh, visit the Black Spire outpost on the planet Batu, which is Galaxy's Edge. Um, all throughout, guests can participate in, in onboard activities and interact with characters, crew, and other passengers to become a part of the broader Star Wars story. Here's a rundown. The adventure begins when you arrive on the Galactic Star Cruiser Terminal at Walt Disney World and check in for your two-night experience. You will be invited to enter a launch pod for transport into space. Through windows above, you will see yourself leave the real world behind as you jump to hyperspace and draw closer and closer to the Halcyon. When the launch pod docks and the airlock opens, you will step onto the ship's main deck atrium to begin your journey through a galaxy far, far away. Uh, the visit becomes a multi-day story that interweaves with members of the crew, other passengers, familiar Star Wars characters, and an excursion to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The all-immersive experience also features entertaining activities such as wielding a lightsaber while facing off against a training remote, um, visiting the Star Cruiser's bridge to learn about the ship system and how to operate them. Um... Disney Parks also says the view from the windows will change as you travel through the galaxy. It also has hidden rooms where you can hide secret or hold secret meetings. Um, they also said that uh, Ray, Chewie, and Kylo Ren will be on board as well. So, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on this? It sounds cool. Um... I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I just feel like it's, I don't know. I guess it's going to be a whole experience all in itself. Um, but I don't know. I also am curious to see how the price wise, you mm-hmm. know, how that all lines up because there's been a lot of, you know, talk of, but some of the rumors you, it. some of the rumors you told me had more than two days, right? So can they be debunked? Because this is a two-day experience. I don't think you can repeat it. I don't think you can stay. Yeah, uh, the way that people were talking about it, and of course it's just rumors, is that it's a three-day thing. Like um, the whole pricing of everything. Basically, what a lot of people were saying is, it's as if like you were booking a cruise. You know what I mean? Like so. I can't remember what the pricing was. Something like $3,000 for three days, but that's just the one room. So then, of course, people were like, yeah, but if you have more than one person in a room, you know, it won't seem like as much. Like, because people were like $3,000 per person, but it's not really that way. It's it's the cost of the room. Um, However, still, I can't really imagine being able to do that anytime soon i mean that just seems like a lot of money just to stay at look you know i don't know here's the thing because i thought about this and i actually talked to joy about this yesterday but um would i like to experience this yeah probably good for once right mm-hmm. yeah the, not like some place that you're thing, gonna want to stay over and over again the thing is Let's say it is $3,000. They just had not as many people visit Galaxy's Edge because of price increases plus annual pass holder blockouts plus only opening with one attraction in California. So they would think it's a good idea to make this $3,000? I don't know. I feel like they would have to backtrack on that. If you can't get people to come into your park that costs $100 a day... How the hell are you going to get them there for $3,000 for two days or three days? And that's not including their ticket into the parks, probably. Well, I don't know if this is part of the... Here's the thing that gets me, too. This is so vague. This is so vague. Can you go to other parks? Probably not. The way that this is, it's an all-immersive experience where they're shipping you over to Galaxy's Edge. Can you leave Galaxy's Edge when you're there? 
I don't know. Can I walk into Toy Story Land when I'm burnt out on this? Can I, you know, can I enjoy my vacation in any order I want? Or do I have to go by this itinerary, they say? Can I go to Disney Springs for a nice meal? Or do I have to go to the cafeteria in the, you know, in the hotel? It's so vague, I don't know if I can control my own destiny on this, or am I just role-playing to a point where I have no control on the rest of my trip? In this case, you would have to go for two nights, and then you'd have to stay somewhere else for the other four, and maybe then you get a full vacation, but then in those other four days, you're trying to get to stuff that you couldn't get to in those two days that you had totally booked by the Star Wars Hotel and Galaxy's Edge. Is there enough there for Galaxy's Edge to take? You know, like, that's the thing. I swore I sent you, like, the screenshot of it, but now I can't find it. Um, But, yeah, that... It just seems like too much. Like, all in all... Why wouldn't you just make it a super cool Star Wars resort that you pay normal Disney prices for? And maybe if people wanted the special experience where they are, like, in the story, they do it, like, through another option on top of that. You yeah, know what I'm Yeah, because, I mean, I would like to do this, but now I'm like, do I want to waste two days where I can't do anything else? Can I do anything else? They're going to have to make this very clear when they have up reservations. Because apparently that includes your food and all, from right. what people were saying. Well, if it's like a cruise, that would make sense. Exactly. But, like I said, does that mean I can't just go to Disney Springs and eat Chicken Guy? Right. Because I'm stuck at in this or do story? Or some kind of passes and that's why I'm sure it would food. be. I'm sure it'll be an entertaining story or whatever, but what happens when I just want to... Can I sit in my hotel room and play video games on my... DS or Switch, or is that, like, where does, what does this itinerary consist of, how late does it go, how long am I constantly on my feet, am I able to just explore and do what I want, like, that's what they're going to have to be very clear at when they do reservations, because some people might complain and say, you know what, I, I spent all this money and I didn't even get to see Disney World, I got to see Galaxy's Edge, which has two rides, and a hotel, Right. Cruises are different. You can have this like a cruise, but a cruise you're actually well, yeah, on the so water. You're stuck. You can't go anywhere. Um, well, there's so many different activities just on the cruise right, ship. They're not right. going to have that much on, in this hotel. And then does that mean I can't even look out the windows? I'm going to have just views of fake stars the whole well, time? That's yeah, going to maybe true, drive too. me nuts, too. I mean, I feel like I'd get cabin fever or something. Um like I said, I'd like to do it, but I don't know if I would be... Well, one, price might prohibit me, but two, I would have to make my day, my stays two days longer because I want to be able to have time to do the other stuff I want to do that does not consist of Star Wars. And look, Star Wars is like my favorite franchise, but it's just... Can I justify going to Disney World and only seeing not even a fourth of the Disney World? You know, if each park is one-fourth of Disney World, and then this is one section of that park, if you can't leave there... I mean, I guess they can't stop you from walking out of Galaxy's Edge, but I don't know. If you have an itinerary, you might be stuck to it. Tour guide. I don't know. Do you have a tour guide going around Galaxy's Edge? (laughs) You know, like, that's what I don't know, and that's what we need more information about. And the frustrating thing is this hotel has been announced, I think, for about two to four years now and there's still nothing to really know um because i'm not sure if they announced this with galaxy's edge back in 2015 or if they just announced it last time but yeah we got uh got some stuff to think about there with that um over to epcot is where we're gonna go now and we have they're going to have a uh, new scenes and narration coming to Spaceship Earth, and a new Dreamers Point, which is a new Walt Disney statue at Epcot. So another like Founders statue. You know how they have one in Hollywood, 
and um, yeah, and in well, is there one in Hollywood? Probably not. There's one in California Adventure, and there's one in Disneyland oh, and Disney, Disney World. Studios in Disneyland Paris. Paris oh yeah, they have one. one. Yep. Um, so this is him like sitting on steps, kind of like looking out. Uh, so it looks cool. cool. Um, but yeah, they're gonna have new spaceship Earth stuff. Uh, they said they're keeping a few scenes, and then I guess making new scenes other than that. Um, not much to really go on. I don't even think there was a date attached. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride is officially called Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Um, I think this is a better name than Mission Breakout, um, over in California Adventure. Oh, no, that's, yeah, okay, that's what that one was called. Cosmic Rewind fits with the theme of the, the volume mixes and, and, uh, you know. That's what I think about. Um, but it is going to be the first reverse launch uh, in Disney World. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. So the adventure starts in the Galaxium, a planetarium-like exhibition that explores the similarities and mysteries of the formation of Earth's galaxy and Xandar. Guests will be invited to learn more about the treasures Xandar has to share until the moment when the Guardians of the Galaxy arrive and adventures across the cosmos ensues. Uh, Epcot is getting that space restaurant. Um, it's going to be called Space 220, and it's opening this winter. Um, it is really cool theme though uh it's supposed to be 220 miles up in the sky so i'm guessing when you walk in there's going to be some way that makes it look like you're going up and then when you're sitting there you can kind of look down on on earth and where you just were yeah, that's cool. um that's cool I, I just more eating options are always good uh new well, well, I have, like mm. normal food or crazy food i don't know Probably just after I mean, you know what they're gonna be so immersive you're gonna get just astronaut tubes and dry food. Yeah. That's the bad thing about you know Harry Potter and uh, Universal has made this trend now where everything has to be so immersive that you can't even just have a themed hotel without it being like a two day tour. You know, like we're on Gilligan's <laughs> Island. Um, well. I was going to say, not that we need to keep having, like, the same foods. Like, I get that at the same time. But it's, like, some of them, I don't know. I'm just not super adventurous. So some of yeah. them are a little crazy, you know? Yep. Uh, so they're going to do Epcot Forever, which is a limited time run of a uh, show. You know, fireworks show. Uh, in 2020, they're going to do Harmonious. With us capitalized, like the word us. Mm-hmm. Um, largest nighttime spectacular ever created for a Disney park. It'll celebrate how the music of Disney inspires people the world over, carrying you away harmoniously on a stream of familiar Disney tunes, reinterpreted by a diverse group of artists from around the globe. So do you feel like, I don't know, I'm like twine. Do you feel like with this, like, Epcot's going to be, like... I don't know. Like every other Disney park? Hasn't it always been? I, I know people will say no, but that was when it first opened. I mean, look, as a kid, Epcot bored me. Um, as a kid, it did. Because when I went to Disney World, I wanted to ride rides and I wanted to meet characters. And Epcot, Epcot had like none of that. a great place to meet characters, though. Because they have so many different characters. Like... All those countries. But I don't even think they've always been in there. I think that was partly implemented when we were kids. I mean, 1982, there was like no trace of Disney in that park at all. Um, And now, yeah, now they have, you know, some. I don't know. I just, I have a hard time. I feel like it's a good mix. And I'm not opposed to like Ratatouille coming in and the Beauty and the Beast coming in. I'm not really opposed to it, but at the same time, I'm just like, oh, it, it's totally changing, and I'm... Well, the World Showcase will still be special, and that's what they're focusing on, I think. But uh, that hasn't changed much. Yes, it has some characters in there now, but, I mean, it hasn't changed much compared to... And look, they need more rides. 
these parks are True. not these parks are not going down in attendance every year. They're only going up, and then you have to start. Magic Kingdom can't be the most packed park every day. You have to spread it out. You have to get people interested well, in going yeah, to Epcot. I guess if Epcot doesn't have enough rides, it's just people walking. And and it's just adults, you know, drinking beer in the right. showcase. Um, now, what was I going to ask you? I don't remember. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I was moving on to the next thing. Um, Sorry. they confirmed, uh, some new, a new Canada Circle Vision show, Far and Wide, Canada Far and Wide, Beauty and the Beast Sing Along is coming to, uh, France Pavilion, an awesome planet film will premiere at Epcot in the land. Pause. January 25th. It's just going to be like a video sing along. I guess. I don't know. I Not like the Frozen thing along over No, it just looks Hollywood. like... It does look like a uh, one based on the movie. Huh. It'll play intermittently. Yeah, it'll play in intermittently in the same theater that the Impressions de France is playing in. I wish my girl would get a ride. Yeah. You know, she's got the attraction in Disney... Uh, Magic Kingdom. She's got uh, a whole show over in Mag- in Hollywood Studios. And yeah. uh, why are they doing a sing-along here? Just play more of the Impressions to France or something. I mean, well, you have saying. the actual really musical it. over in Hollywood Studios. Why are you doing this? Just to have something with the, another movie in it? Yeah. Probably. Although they're going to have Ratatouille over there, too, so... Yeah, well, uh, it's opening in summer of 2020, Ratatouille. That was the latest update. And then what do you think this Mary Poppins is going to be? Could you not spoil that while I'm about to drop it here? Mary Poppins. Um, I was I was saving that for last because that's the big news. You just ruined oh. it. Oh, um, well. I'm sure most people who are listening have already heard this. Epcot anyway. is going to be in... Is going to have, instead of just World Showcase and Future World, it's going to be four, what they're calling, neighborhoods. Um, yeah, we're getting real Mr. Rogers up in here. That's so we got <laughs> World Showcase, World Nature, World Celebration, and World Discovery. World Discovery will be the ones that house all the space stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Space, Test Track, um, the Space Restaurant... That's over there. World Nature is going to consist of the Imagination Pavilion, the seas, the land, and what we haven't mentioned yet, but the new attraction that's coming that's going to deal with water, the Moana attraction uh, that's called Journey into... What is it? Moana Journey into Water or something? Something like that. I don't really quite grasp what It's a walk-through attraction. Either. It's a walk-through attraction where you play with water, you learn about the water cycle. Oh, okay, okay. Um, World Celebration will house, you know, the um, Spaceship Earth and... Entrance and stuff. Entrance, and that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called. I don't... I, don't, so, I guess they just want to fit World in there for everything to have a common theme with World Showcase, but... Will the land be in world nature? Is world that nature. Where that falls? Yeah, that's with the sea oh, okay. and the uh, the land. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And the big news. The big news. Probably the only thing that they probably could have announced at this D twenty three, since everything else was just updates, um, is that they're building building a Mary Poppins attraction in Epcot. Uh, originally, it was, we've talked about this before, rumors, it was supposed to be a flat ride, uh, or a dark ride. They haven't even said if it's a ride. Um, little to no information on this. You're gonna walk into what looks like Cherry Tree Lane. You're gonna walk into number 17, the home of the banks. And it says from there, your journey begins. Um. I really hope it's a ride. Me too. What else could it be? A walkthrough? That's no fun. Yeah. Well, 
what did we say before? Or maybe it was people saying it and we were talking about it. Like, it could have been a cool ride to, like, ride on those horses of the merry-go-round yeah. and you go somewhere. I think that was a Tony Baxter idea back um, a while ago when he was an Imagineer. Supposed to be have like where you you start on the carousel, I think, and then it kind of break, breaks off, and you know you kind of go through this movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that's most of the D twenty three news. Um, that's all of it. Um, for that panel, uh, most people would say underwhelming, and I'll tell you why it's underwhelming, is because I gave you the big news of pretty much the Avengers ride over in California and. Mary Poppins. Every other thing that they gave updates on was announced two years ago or more and still has not been finished. And this is what we've talked about a few times on our show now, that they've been announcing stuff that'll... Then they're like, we'll open in five years, right? So when the next D23 comes around, there's nothing to talk about. If they would have announced more, if this was a amazing panel that they come out and say, well, oh, we're also doing this and this and a fifth park, blah, blah, blah. Opening in five to six years. You know, like, it would still take for... And then the next D23, of course it makes it seem like nothing's happened. If they would have not announced so much last time, in 2017, and saved some of that stuff for this time, with it already being built or being, you know worked on then they'd be able to say oh it opens in two years oh it opens next summer for ratatouille or you know and you would have has there been anything that's opened that they announced on d23 last time i don't think so they announced mickey's runaway rail and that still hasn't opened right galaxy's edge was announced in 2015 that's been four years and it's opening in three days um it's just frustrating because then, you know, everybody's complaining about how lackluster this was. But the reason why it was lackluster is because they blew everything early last last D23. Um, so maybe this is a shift where they're like, you know what, we're not going to do that anymore. Uh, I mean, because D23 last time even had the darn theater be announced that was then scrapped. For Main Street. Um, yeah. So... Maybe they're starting to figure that out and say, well, we're only going to announce stuff maybe that's like two years out and we'll just kind of go from there. And I think that's the way they should go. So that way, the next D23, the stuff is opened or is opening in a few months and then they can announce the new slate of things. You know, instead of just being like, oh, and here's our update. It's called uh, Cosmic Rewind. Thank you. That was their only update. Was that and that it's a backwards launch. Which we already heard about from the rumors. That was the only update on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride that was announced two years ago. Still not even done building. It's probably going to be another year until that's open or two. You know? And that's just the deflated thing is because then Universal will just turn around and be like, Oh, this Hagrid ride opens this summer. We We just now are telling you. Like, nobody yeah. had known anything about that except from what you could see from, like, insiders or from pictures from up above, you know? And, like, that's the way Disney should start adopting it, or else it's just going to make them look really, really slow at getting this stuff out there. That's true. I mean, Pandora was announced, I think, before I left my first program and didn't open until after my second one or so. You know, it was a while. It was, it was a long time for that to get finished. And then most of the time you look at it, you say, oh, there's two rides. Um, maybe they'll start moving away. You know what's good about the Marvel section there? What? It's because while it is based on one franchise, they got so many different flavors they can hit you with, with Ant-Man and Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and Iron Man, that it is... You can pull from different things, right? And right now with Star Wars, it's like, oh, we have two rides that are based on, like, episodes 8 and 9 type of thing. You know, like, between 8 and 9 or whatever. Uh And you're like, 
it's not as like free flowing in that regard you know you're like very tied to one ip yes marvel is an ip but marvel has multiple ips in there you know spider-man for people that like spider-man black panther for you know people that like black panther or a whole avengers ride where you add everybody together or hey you can just go have fun and meet ant-man and the wasp you know so that's like while it is one franchise, it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it's one land dedicated to one thing, you know, because you get so many different flavors. It's not like Toy Story Land where, yes, there's four movies, but they're about the same characters each time. Right, right. You know, and that's the thing. Whew. So, there was rumors of an Animal Kingdom ride coming in uh, in 2024. That seemed like a prime time to announce it. Because, like I said, they usually do announcements five years ahead of time. Maybe they held off for whatever reason. Um, but uh, I'm actually glad we didn't get that announcement. Just because next year, the next two years from now, they would just be like, and it's called this. And it, you walk into this door, and then your adventure starts. And you're like, that didn't tell me anything. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, there's the Parks panel, and don't even get me started on them adding products into this panel now, too. And it, uh, the Target stuff didn't need to be in there. It could have been in a, they could have their own product and, uh, merchandise panel or something. But, there's my rant, that's what I'll say. Do you have any other thoughts before we get out? Not really. I mean, I'm really excited for the Mary Poppins thing. I'm just afraid yeah. that I'm going to be let down and it's going to be not as exciting. Well, again, here's the thing. There, there's little in the announcements that doesn't let you know what it is. Is it a? Is it just a carousel inside? Is it an actual attraction? Am I just walking through a guided tour? You know, like we have. There's nothing in there. Yeah, my biggest fear is it's going to be like that thing at. Um, Peter Pan. The, the queue, you know, like the queue in Peter Pan. That's what I'm, that's my worst fear. You walk in, oh, here's the Banks' home, and oh, there you go, there's the door. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking that movie thing um, that they had at Hollywood Studios. Remember how you would go in and I specifically remember the line, The Witch in the Wardrobe? What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be my biggest letdown is that I'm going to walk into this thing and it's going to be like the stage set up. Yeah. I guess that's worst case scenario, but I kind of feel like they're not going to do something like that. But. Yeah, hopefully it's a ride. Um, yeah. It wasn't very clear if it's in UK Pavilion or if it's an expansion between UK and Canada. That's the only spot I could see an expansion right now. So um, maybe that's where it's going to be. But, you know, Brazil Pavilion is supposed to be coming, supposedly, and we hear nothing about that. I know. I, I kept thinking that, too. The way that people were talking about the stuff beforehand, it seemed like we were definitely going to find out about... Well, not only that, pavilion. but a school that has a person that works at Disney, like a, a student, they're like, oh, we just sent him over to Brazil so he can find some cast members for the pavilion. And people are like, what? And they had to delete their tweet. So, is it happening or not? Are they just waiting to announce it in another two years, and then they might be able to say, hey, it's opening next year. That would be good. Because remember, construction was supposed to start on this, I think, a while ago. I think we've talked about how they've been clearing stuff backstage. So, uh, who knows? But, I guess we'll find out in another two years. Um so uh, thanks everybody for listening to our D23 coverage. I want to just thank everybody who's listened. And uh, tell us your thoughts. Was this a good panel for you or not? Um, my favorite panel is still that Disney Plus panel. Blew it out of the water. Um, oh, wait. Yeah. I almost forgot. I just learned something new, like, just earlier, and I wanted to share it about okay. the Disney Plus thing. Sure. For members of D23... Oh, yeah, they get the good price while they're there. I don't think you can get it anywhere else. Nope, nope. They just released it. Oh, really? Now any D23 member can do it. Um, they can sign up for Disney Plus, and it basically, you have to pay for three years yep. up front. 
but it's forty six ninety nine per year. Oh, yep, here it is. Exclusive. How to redeem. All right, here we go. How to redeem. Oh, I just clicked it. Okay, here we go. How to redeem. Click the Redeem Now button in the exclusive offer email you received from D23. Or sign into D23.com, go to My Account, click View Account, click Redeem Now. It may take up to 36 hours for the offer link to appear in your D23 account page. Uh, if you just signed up, so man, that's all. For, that's allowed for me too. I'm a D23 general member. That means I should be able oh, to do you it. Are? Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Because general's free. It's like one thirty um, for three years or something. One hundred and thirty dollars for like three years. Yeah, I wanted to do this offer. Redeem now. Okay, and you have until September 2nd to do this. But you save $23 a year. Um, that's 33% off the standard annual price. Uh, it's a three-year, you know, like we said, three-year, uh, you know, that commitment. commitment. But, I mean, really, I'm not canceling this thing. So, for yeah, me, you're anyway. you're probably locking in the best price. I'm probably going to cancel Netflix before I cancel uh, Disney Plus. So I mean, like it's probably gonna go up before those three yeah, years. So yeah, yeah. So doing it now is getting the best price. Yeah, I'm gonna go tell Joy I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do it. You're welcome, Joy. Sign up. You got until September second. Make sure you sign up if you're a general D23 member or if you're one of the suckers that pays for the D23 membership. Go ahead and uh, uh, get that done. Um. But we're going to get out of here. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Low battery. <laughs> see you real soon.